Roger Klotz. Rebecca Faring. Can't believe we are here in this same elevator that we met in 20 years ago. It is such a gas. You still have those glasses. Yeah, and you still have that chin. Yeah, I never changed the chin. I thought you'd get an operation, but... That was my first kiss. It was the best. Why did we break up? It was because of my problem. Oh, the pissing in the panties. Pissing in the panties. He pissed in my panties. That was was disgusting. It was a fetish, but I fixed it. You fixed it? I fixed it. Are you ready for the gala? The gala. The gala. That's why I'm wearing this blue sequin dress. It's a beautiful dress. Room floor 17. Ah, like the good old days. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's taking us to the past. Huh? (laughs) What is wrong? I don't know. These these intros sometimes. These intros are getting worse by the second. They're getting worse and worse. But hey, they're there. They exist. They're happening. You gotta start somewhere. You gotta finish somewhere, too. First rule of improv is you gotta say yes and to every situation, and it's not great to have questions. And you gotta give them the who, the what, the when. Oh, that's... You sound like, uh... When I'm chewing and talking? Yeah, so Johnny loves to do this thing where he he eats, and then instead of, like, gulping and, like, digesting his food to to speak, he he starts speaking when there's food in his throat. It looks a little like this if you're watching the podcast. Eating something, cutting it up, chew it. So if you want, you want to go out for it. And I'm just like, just chew your food. So she always says, just swallow it. Just swallow that. Just swallow that. And then you can ask your question. There's no rush. I'll be here. Sometimes I feel like I got to get it out. Aw, so cute. (laughs) Do you think you're more like your mother or father? Mm, I think I have a very solid balance. Yeah. Patience from my father. Anger from my mother. You don't have any anger. Shut up. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. There it is. No, I think the fiery fiery side, more from my mother, and I don't know, man. I'm such a hybrid. What about you? Oh, my God, same. Hybrid. I think I'm, like, tender and sweet and feminine like my mother, but then I have a controlling... (laughs) (laughs) I have a temper... I don't even have it anymore. I used to have like a, I like driven, comedic, you know, kind of edgy like my dad, I guess. I like when you're gritty. I always tell men and I say, look, just. That's from my dad. Just don't hold back. Like you can be a little mean in the world. I mean, it's like playfully mean. Okay, my mom said I didn't, I can't be mean. She told you that? Yeah. Well, she was wrong. She said, I, she's like, man, and that's mean when I didn't even think I was being mean. And so she like instilled it in me that like, you have to just be really kind to everyone. And that's why I'm afraid of making jokes because I never want anyone to in- interpret them meanly. And my mom, bless her soul, so sweet, means the best, means so well. Yeah, you guys are very like bully to each other. Yeah. You've like made fun of each other's noses and the way you look and stuff. And it, to you, it means love. To me, I got reprimanded. Oh. So that's why my comedic career didn't fully go where it needs oh, to come go. Come on, I'm it's just going kidding. great, and it's, it's taking going really, off. really well. I'm taking off. <laughs> I'm a star. It's happened. You know, one thing I do want to say, I really appreciate. I kind of. In my past, younger thought that it was kind of foo-foo-fee-fee when you speak 
into the now, even if you're not doing it yet, to get your unconscious to listen. But I, as I do it more and I go, I am a writer. I am, I am a comedian. I am a stand, like, as I say those right. things, your unconscious I, I is do listening. feel my unconscious working and it becomes more of like a, the muscle memory in my head goes, oh, this is what we do because you keep saying it. So I am going to do it. Exactly. NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. The unconscious mind is like a five-year-old kid. It, take thing, it takes what you say, your conscious mind, whatever your conscious mind says, it takes it very literally. So if I say, oh, I'm just somebody that struggles, I'm going to hear it. The five-year-old will hear it and go, okay, let's give them struggle. But if I say someone, oh my gosh, I'm thriving right now. I feel really good. Even just me saying that right now, I'm starting to go, oh my God, I do feel really good. What we say matters. It's literally everything. Yeah. So if you catch so yourself. watch what you say. I think the biggest tip, the biggest takeaway that I want to say, because I wish, I wish I just believed someone more wholeheartedly that said this to me. So believe me, <laughs> if you believe anything I say, just believe this. Don't say I will, I will, I will, I will tomorrow. I'm going to start. Because that puts it in the future and as if you don't have it already. It's so easy to push it off. It makes it so easy to go. Like I've done, like I know how to diet. I know how to eat clean. I know what my body actually truly wants to be its most powerful and most balanced self. And like in the pandemic, when I kept saying, I'm going to, I'm going to eat really, I'm going to eat clean next week. I'm going to, I'm going to eat clean. And, uh, after this went, the window kept it going. It never comes. So instead of saying, I will read that book, say, I'm a reader. I'm reading that book. It's okay to put lie to in, yourself a little bit. Like, put it I know in it present can feel, tense. It can feel a little fraudulent. So I do want to like level with people that think like, uh, well, it's because you're switching the way that you've been speaking to yourself for your whole life. So to switch it up, will feel odd, but give it a shot. Yeah, really give it a shot. Now. now, the word now is very, the unconscious mind loves the word now because then it puts it in the present moment. It goes, okay. So you're right. I'm going to, I am a star now. I'm going to I'm a star. I'm a reader. I'm a runner. I'm a dancer. I'm a mover. I'm a shaker. I'm a booty baker. Booty baker? I bake booties in the oven. Mm. All sizes. Flabby. That's a size. Thick, round, Ooh. muscular, shaped, shaped booties. Pear shaped apple shaped and i'm not talking to one about the one on the kundunka dunk i'm talking about little booties you know little booties that little kitties wear shoes little cats little kittens kittens do you like cats yeah i had a kitten growing up named jj josie jackets and i really loved him but i was allergic to him if you have to own 50 cats or 50 i can't do that rottweilers oh come on man which one? I, you know, these people ask me these questions, these, either, oh, how do you want to die? Like, I don't want any of that. I don't want any of it. Why do I have to pick? It bothers me. Oh my God. Because I feel is, stuck. Life is all about choice. Life is interesting. Well, if, if you, I wasn't, I don't even know if I'm still allergic, but if I, you know, I can't be around 50 cats. Me either. I, I mean, I and I think I'd away. be allergic to the Rottweilers or maybe, okay, if I, if there was allergies not involved, which they may not be, I don't know. I haven't tested it in a long time. I couldn't do that many litter boxes. I think I would, oh God, maybe there's just one big one. You can't, okay, but you would rather pick up one 50 room? dookies from Rottweilers and keep picking them up? That sucks, but one, like your, your, uh, your office just turns into a sandbox. Fine. Filled I'll have poop. a big ass house. Can they be kittens? Can they stay kittens? No, I really you love can't a good just kitten. customize. That's pretty cute. Little kittens. 
50 bears? The little baby. They're baby bears. Cute. Oh, baby bears. I watched. Okay. So one, uh, like a couple months ago on the flight that I was like really upset and sad and I was texting you. I watched the movie Bears. I think it's a Disney about bears. And I was crying the entire flight watching hmm. bears. Uh, a couple days ago on Instagram, I watched a bear attack a man. Huh? I watched a bear attack a man on Why? Instagram because he was a he was a, a hiker, a, a climber, and he got attacked by a black bear. And you were able to watch it? He had a GoPro on, yeah. I was able to watch it? Oh, yeah. That's those so crazy sc- freak scary. videos, those like nature videos, I do like them, unfortunately. I get so scared of Instagram sometimes. Like a like hyena ripping open a deer. And, and that's on there and, and eating, they just show it? eating its baby from its belly. <laughs> but it is nature. That's true. Nature kills each other and then eats the babies. This is depressing. I had a really good birthday party, you guys. I know you probably already heard about it on the the lost one. I just wanted to honor Johnny because he got me this adorable necklace that has two circles on it. And it's you and me. Yeah, it's like cuffs. I've cuffed her. Oh, is that what they are? They do look like handcuffs. Oh, that's you chaining me down. Chaining you to me. Well, for that, we're on a break (gasps) for one week. Is that upsetting or are you happy? No, it's upsetting. Oh, then we're not on a break. Yeah, thanks. I take it back. I don't want to be on a break. What do you want to be on? cruise a cruise we're going on a cruise next year do you guys would you prefer a cruise or a flight that's weird i don't know these questions do you i've been on one cruise in my life and i gotta say nothing against you don't have to say who was you could just say uh, that cruise ship i've went nothing against the cruise ship but it was a property brothers cruise and they're great love them yeah but um Everybody, I was single at the time and I went with a bunch of my dude friends. And so they were trying to, you know, crush puss. That's their words, not mine. I'm repeating. It's so sad. I hated saying that just now. But I was trying to embody what they were there for. Oh, no, please keep going. This and is it was really just good. a bunch of middle aged women and then me. And there was no hot guys. And I was single, excited. It's just, and then I got nauseous. I was like nauseous the whole cruise. Did you know about Dramamine back then? Yeah, I think I took some. Hmm. But then it made me tired and I just wanted to go to bed. I just was like, I have to get out. I almost left. When we stopped at Key West, I was like, I got to get out of here. And so that's the only cruise I've ever been on. And it was not a good cruise line. No offense, cruise line. But I was like, who? why would anyone do this? So I've been on a few cruises as a kid and they were awesome. They were so much fun. They're so cute. That's because great. you probably got to drink and stuff. At the time, I wasn't. I, w- I was a little kid. I remember watching, um, what is it, Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. And they had a, a theme. They had a, a, f- a theater in there. And I was, I had to be like 15. And I stole, me and my cousin, we stole our parents' um, vodka bottle that they hid in the luggage. And then they went, oh, our parents went, oh, man, they found our vodka in the luggage. And they, they took it, the, the cruise ship took it. And we're like, that sucks. And then a few nights, we would just fill it into 7-Up bottles. Oh, my I God. I watched Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock Holmes hammered at 15. And my auntie looked over at my 7-Up, which had a straw in it, kind of like telltale sign. And she goes, she goes, Jonathan, 
She caught me, but she kept it a secret. Thanks, Auntie Raquel. <laughs> Thanks, Auntie Raquel, for not telling my mom that I stole the vodka and put it in my 7-Up. My first time ever getting drunk, I was 16 or... F yeah, 15 or 16. And my parents had left. And I don't even know how I thought about it. Maybe my friend Sarah said, like, let's get drunk. And do your parents have any alcohol and so I found hard liquor and I put it in a cup and I drank it and it was the most disgusting thing but one of the best feelings I ever had I went oh my god this feels so good I just felt relaxed for the first time in my life how old 15 or 16 felt relaxed for the first time in your not life? really but okay. like I had an I had I think I had anxiety but I didn't know I had it because I was just comfortable with being like scared in the world. When I moved, when I moved schools and I didn't know anybody, it was actually a terrifying. I think so much of the world is just like, I think we in our society have anxiousness. I don't know. I'm just, you like know, going someone recently said, things. can we just change the word anxious to energy? Like I just have a lot of energy. I've heard that too. That's great. Doesn't that feel good? That's so good. I'm like, going to switch that up. Oh, I'm really energetic for this uh, thing. I'm nervous. Interview, uh, audition, whatever. I'm nervous about doing this. I have a lot of, I have a lot of energy about this. Yeah. That does sound or I'm really excited, good. you know, cause those are the same, they cause the same part of the brain to light up. We have a question. Oh, hit it. What's the most toxic physical insecurity you both have? Most toxic physical insecurity. Physical? Yeah. What does that even mean? So Do you want to like, answer that first? Yeah. My most toxic physical insecurity is probably no matter, yeah, often I can catch myself in my um, more negative side, judging my body extremely harshly, holding it to a standard that's unrealistic, holding it to a standard that is like the movie star in the scene oiled up and made to look their best. And I would judge that at all times. When I was at 11% body fat, I would look at myself and go, come on. And that's oh, extremely that's so sad. Yeah. I was like, when I had a two pack or a four pack, I was like, you can't get a six. What is that? And it's like, it's really, really sad. It's really unfortunate. Cause then when you're out of it, you look back and you go, I would be so happy if I was right there. Mm -hmm. And then you work back to it and you forget that thought and you go, I would be happy if I was really there. Yeah, and you got to love yourself for where you're at because you're only getting older. Which Manning tells me older. every day. Every day, Manning every goes, day. You, gotta, you tell me, you remind me to meet myself where I'm at, love your body regardless, don't give it conditions. And I see what you're saying, but my caveman mind has a hard time with it sometimes. So, okay, so the toxic positive. So what, my chin, like me being insecure about a double chin, is that it? I have ones for you that I know you have, but I don't want to out you. What is it? It's not loving your natural beauty and not not like when you see your your face on like a selfie video. Oh, so like um, my wrinkles? Yeah, you thinking you have to have a filter or you, you having that judgment and like that hurt come up. Totally. Yeah. my I've gotten so used to online filters in my stories that now when I just see a regular camera, it's really uncomfortable for me. Not all the time, but I always will put the Paris filter on and it, I, you know, I don't love admitting this. It's, it's oh. makes me sad, but I feel like I have more wrinkles on my face than anybody else my age. And I don't think that's true, but I understand it's a feeling. I do. I even see people that are five years older than me that don't have that. 
and I feel like I just need to drink more water, but I drink so much water and I, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Cause it's not that I think I'm ugly or anything like that. And it doesn't matter. Like beauty's within and I need a facelift. <laughs> oh God, no, you don't. And you also, have, you I don't a, need a facelift. Sorry. You do have Sorry, a f- little Manny. I love you. And I love your wrinkles mean that you've like smile a lot. And I know that, but you're right. I I do go, I go, I put on the camera and I go, ah! The amount of times, oh, it breaks my heart. When there's like a picture, you're like, oh, you you go, oh. sad. And it makes me sad. And I get it because I do it at times too. I'll go, oh, geez, for me. And so I understand where it comes from, but it does break my heart to see you beat yourself up. So why haven't you said anything? I have. You have? Oh, yeah. You don't hear it. What do you say? I said, don't do that. Don't say that to yourself. Well, that doesn't count. When you go, oh, I go, man, and you're beautiful. You don't need that filter. I've said that so many times. Really? You actually don't hear it. I swear. I swear. I say it often. And then when you don't hear me, when you don't hear me, I stop saying it because it's not, it's going, landing on deaf ears. Huh. When I take a picture and you go, oh, and you're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, sweetheart, I've, I've said it a lot and I actually have stopped. I've slowed down because it just. It's like, there's no point in saying it. You still. That makes me sad. Because hmm. I feel like there's pictures that I've seen that are, where I literally go, oh, cute. Does that ever happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was just only. Oh, no, no, no. Only. But when you, I, I have said it in the, because when you do, oh, it really strikes me because I feel, mm. I feel bad because it's so, it's like, I feel your jolt. Yeah, you really of jolt. course. That would be hard. I hate when other, I see people doing that to themselves. I had no idea I did that blind spot speaking of uh, a spot you do have a fuzz on your left eyelid eyelid eyelash eyelash has that been there the whole time probably is it gone I think it went to your left cheek now I love how whenever I tell her there's something on her face she just moves it magically (laughs) that's true I feel like you have a left cheek a spider on your face and then I just move it to my chin (sighs) Ugh. So what's your favorite thing about me? My favorite thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, Don't here, say. Here we go, being narcissists Don't again. say that. Oh, we are narcissists, and it's fine. Actually, I had a lot of messages saying, you guys are a narcissist. You did? A lot. Really? People say, you guys are not narcissists. Oh, not narcissists. Yeah, not. Yeah. I thought you said you got a lot of messages saying that we are. Oh, no, no, no. I'm like, that sucks. Oh, no. I got messages too saying that we are narcissists. That's me. Excuse me, sir. Yes. I don't come to this ice cream shop a lot because I'm not allowed, but it's Friday. My daddy said that I could come into ice cream shop, and I see that you have Rocky Road left. Is there any chance that you'd be willing to give it to me for 50 cents for one scoop? Well, 50 cents is what it used to cost back when your mommy and daddy were your age. But I can do this. If you let me make you a spooky scoop, because it's Halloween themed, I'll give it to you for 50 cents. Are you ready for the ingredients? Yeah. One scoop of Rocky Road. (gasps) One scoop of spider guts. Ew. One scoop of horror monster demons. No, thank you. I'm going to leave now. Goodbye. But there's one more scoop. Oh, lost another customer. Wait, what's the scoop? Chicken. (laughs) 
in NLP, if they were to try to get someone to quit ice cream, they would literally, you would have to envision ice cream with like guts or whatever, or boogers on it. Like whatever is your growth. Yeah. Because if you combine those two, like the grossest thing ever to your most favorite thing ever, and you do like an exercise, it can repel you from the thing that you used to be obsessed with. Hmm. So like a steak. Let's say I want to get rid of steak. What do I hate? What does you just imagine me? peanut butter on it? I'm less disgusted by peanut butter now because I'm not allergic. Uh, carrot cake. If you put a pickle on there, I'm not going to eat it. Mm. It's disgusting. I just got actually sick to my stomach. I mean, could I just imagine like dog poop? Yeah, because that works. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't want to ruin steak. No, no, no. Cancel. <laughs> cancel I love you, steak. There's no poop. Cancel. No poop on my steak. No. Ew. What's, what are we talking about? I don't know where we got. What's your last meal ever on the planet? My last meal would be, if I were to die tomorrow, a Wagyu New York strip steak, medium rare, marbled beautiful fat across it, a little salt and pepper seasoning, maybe some rosemary, and then I think french fries with ketchup. Ours is very similar. And yours is? French dip with french fries. And okay. a slice of, and a okay. maple bark. Donut and carrot cake. Okay, chill. And a Costco hot dog. <laughs> My mom's so sad. My mom's was not sad. Just in and out. That's fine. Some people That's like that one. Last meal. In and out. It's just odd for it to be like from a place. You know, to like, to name the brand. And you also said, Shake Shack. <laughs> Once she said in and out, I was like, what? At least pick Shake Shack because. I mean, I can't lie. You got They're me on Shake Shack. Really good, Shake Shack is mm, pretty damn Shake good. So good. But Shake Shack in New York was even better. Oh, yeah, I know. Everything in New York is better. Your last meal, if it was Shake Shack, would be in that park in New York. Which park is the Shake Shack in in Manhattan? Madison Square Park. Madison Square. There you go. Where it all went down. Where what went down? You guys, I got a gift from one of you. Oh, And man. I just have to say, I wanted to cry because it was so sweet but you guys knew how much I like Michael Jackson and you sent me a Michael Jackson five record with the glove for my birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Please keep sending presents. <laughs> Who's Danosaurus? Danosaurus? Are you sure? Yeah. hundred percent? I'm looking right now. It's Danosaurus. I actually, I actually only realized the real name. I looked at their name, Daniel, Aww. and now I'm realizing that it was Danosaurus. We love you, Danosaurus. Danosaurus, you're a badass. I appreciate that. I was really excited to give her that gift through you. Love a good gift. I got some cute gifts this this year that I'm gonna throw out. Uh. I'm just kidding. No, I listened to. There's another podcast that I've listened to about like how minimalism. And gifts are amazing, and I love gifts, but there's people out there that say no gifts because they don't want to have to bring more stuff in their household. What do you think about minimalism? Do you like stuff, having stuff around? Do you care? I think minimalism makes a lot of sense. It Because uh, maximalism is stupid. <laughs> when you just have a bunch of gifts, like then you you really don't value things the same. When you ha- like, Imagine murky. having 50 sweaters or imagine having five that you are obsessed with. Some people like excess, and there's nothing wrong with either one, but I I get off on getting rid of stuff. I love the feeling 
of space in my closet when everything's neat and having stuff that only I'm obsessed with that I love and yet I still have excess that I need to get rid of stuff because one, it takes away the choice because if you have 50 sweaters and you're trying to decide which one to wear that's too many options we don't do well with too many options i think we do well more with simplicity of like okay i have these few options and now i get to pick and i get and either way i win because i love everything i have right Mm. and so i think i don't know i've just the last few years i've gotten so into marie kondo and minimalism and less is more kind of mentality to yeah, the point options, where I just always get rid of stuff. Options actually torture us. Like there's, there's there's statistics and science research done on once you go over three options. Like three options is a sweet spot. Two is even better for your happiness. But once you have, I think, five and up, your your happiness based on your choice like drops to like 30% or lower. Because, I think that's why marriage probably rates went dipped significantly because it's Tinder, like all these swiping you apps. Can reach you can the world. Yeah. It's crazy. Whereas it's before insane. it was like, oh, my neighborhood, I met the guy, let's stay, and they stayed together forever because they didn't know about all the other options. They, they didn't, didn't know how much options. more ass there was out there. They could have had so much more So ass. much ass. And then like that is, it's so sad because it's like a physical, like that's like a physical pursuit of just like sexual encounters. And then like... It, I mean, look, I'm all for having fun and having your sex and, and, and enjoying that lifestyle. We know, Johnny. Yeah. We well, know you're all about sex. We know. And I think that's really cool to get those experiences. But like, if you can't, oh man, it's just so important to find your person and finding you was wonderful and like the connection we have and to imagine having you and then being like, but what else is there? That's so sad to me because what I have with you is so rare and the like the way we align and I don't know if I'm just super lucky, probably am, and you don't always find like such alignment, but like it's like... You are lucky in many ways. You yeah. have a beautiful example of your parents being married for a very long time, which proves to you that longevity is possible. Mm-hmm. It's proving it to me more and more so, you know? Yeah. And you never know. This is what we you, get to. You could meet someone tomorrow that you are like, oh my God, that she's even better than Manon. <laughs> this is the darkness Manon goes to. It's like we're having a cute moment. I'm like, well, there's I'm a reason. For there's forever. a reason. And I, she's like, we're just going day by day, buddy. Not because, well, last night we talked, We him and I talked about this because some of you had c- commented some stuff on the last one where he were talking about the ring or whatever, proposing. And I was like hesitant to be like, yeah, forever. There's a reason. Like my beliefs got a little bit muddled by my experience. I have yet to be with anybody forever. Being married and lied to immediately. Getting married, being lied to, being betrayed. Tricked. And going, oh, so marriage doesn't guarantee forever. I really thought I was going to be with that person forever. I was wrong. What else am I wrong about? It just is, It's just like kind of put a weird lens on my way of looking at things. Some people called it broken. Like 1% of people said she's broken. Kind of made me giggle a little bit. I think if I believed that about myself, I would have cried. But um, I know I'm not. I just know that I am have been more guarded on saying the word forever because I don't want to be wrong and I don't want to be that hurt again. And I'm open to the possibility. I'm not going to like cut it out this kind of goes right back to what we were just talking about Uh about the unconscious and telling yourself Uh. literally feeding it back to you 
speaking the way you want to live. I do want you to be my forever. So if I just say, Aww. I hope you're my forever, or I think you'll be my forever. That's, that's true. Like, it's like half baked. But if I really say like, we're going to be together, we're going to live a happy life together. That's like bringing it into existence. There are some weirdos on social media. There's weirdos everywhere. These trolls that just like write stuff that's unkind. So un- how much pain are you in? They're just like un. Unhinged. How do we heal these people? I don't think we can. It's not on us. It's not are my you job. sure? It's not my job. It's literally. Do you not, need a hug? Are you okay? Can you please get some help? Do you know the comments you write? People read like. Often the people that you look up to are the people that are just posting creators, celebrities, human beings, advisors, professionals, whoever is creating content and they read your comment. It is like saying it to them on the street. Who walks up to someone and goes, you're a piece of shit. I hate that stuff. A homeless, crazy person. Crazy person. Yeah. They did that today when we were walking at the park. (laughs) Someone literally yelled at Johnny and said, do you have a job? (laughs) So funny. And then I and Johnny almost answered him. And I was like, Johnny, no, She's like, don't look we're at him. not don't doing this because if once you engage, then they, then they got you hooked and then you can't, it's like takes a minute to get away from them, yeah. but you don't interact with a crazy person because there's no point of that. Look, there's so much it's content. It's going to cause chaos there, there, for no reason. There's so much content and stuff online that I don't care for, but I don't know if I have ever commented, I hate this. Or, well, because or, you're or, not a crazy person. Or this sucks. Or this is shit. If, Listen, if, people if, are lonely. Imagine a very someone... lonely person in their house that doesn't have much of a life and they have no connection because they don't feel good. But they didn't They didn't have amazing parents. They didn't have friends that love on them. I know, but I want to give like an example. These people are depressed clinically. I want to give like a good example for them then. If, if, you, if you ever do this thing where you... Like even if someone I really like idolize and like really appreciate, like Chris Pratt started making content, which I don't even watch his social media. If he started making content that didn't align with the Chris Pratt I thought I was signed up for, I don't even know if I'd be like, hey, Chris, what's going on? But that would be like, that's more excusable if I said, hey, I really like this stuff. If you say that, that's not crazy. If you're like, hey, I really like when you do that character, that's better. But if you go, this shit sucks, like just go past them. You don't have to follow Yeah, anyone. when you're watching TV and you don't like the channel, you literally just change the channel. You don't yell at the TV all your comments. And do you email every producer and every actor saying but this I is But I think everyone shit? has some sort of significance and they want to be seen. Tony yeah. Robbins talks about the six human needs and one of them is significant. Mm-hmm. And if you comment and get a comment back, that, that feeds the need for connection and perhaps significance. And that is exactly why people do it. Yeah. It's to be seen, it's to be heard because they're not feeling heard or seen or felt in their life. And when I can remember that, it calms me down. But if I don't remember that and I am sensitive one day, that's why you just got to be so careful with what you intake online. We talk about this before. Yes, no, I think we maybe have. so. Like on the podcast? I don't know. We've talked Who about are this. Who are you? Uh, What's jo- your name? Juanelo. Juanelo. Hola. Me hablo de... Me amo. Por favor, I'm sorry. It's Juanelo. I'm sorry, lo siento mucho. How are you doing? Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How is the horse? The horse is alive and well. I've been feeding it corn. Now go for canter. Very good. With the rhythm. And jump off. Oh, my goodness. Now you're in the sound. Ouch, I fell. I hurt my knee. Oh, I pick you up. Thank you so much, Juanelo. Now we kiss. <gasps> you are a terrible kisser. 
Thank you so much. I like it. You are a terrible kisser. I'm an even worse lover. Oh my gosh, I gotta try it. Let's do something in the sound. Make a sandcastle. 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 Okay. That's to our Hispanic listeners. <laughs> the w- <laughs> I don't know, the 2%. I have no clue what our demographics are. They're all over the place. They keep changing. I have a Mexican auntie. I can do all that before I get canceled and tacked. Well, well I don't, why would you get canceled? Because you know, did an I, accent? Gonna, I'm probably going to get canceled for, for wearing this sweatshirt. What does it say? Fleetwood Mac. And I'm not in the band. So I shouldn't be doing this you appropriation. You should not be wearing that. Yeah, exactly. Yo, that's misrepresentation. I know. I'm not in the band. She's trying to be, you're trying to be Fleetwood. You're trying to be Fleetwood. You're trying to be Fleetwood. Okay. All right, well. Well, this was a miniature maximal, minimal, minimal. This was a minimalist podcast. <laughs> Manimal? Danimals? Remember Danimals? I'm so t- oh my God, I loved Danimals. Danimals were fire. Did you, oh, so I liked the ones, it was like, it was like chocolate cookies and then you dip it in the white frosting. Whoa, No. Just oh, you liked the Danim- wait animals? Wait, wait what thinking, are you thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of animal crackers. Oh, I'm thinking of Dunkaroos. <laughs> <laughs> so on the wrong page. I'm thinking of Dunkaroos. Remember Yan Yans? You don't know what those are? No. They were little breadsticks, and then on the other side of the cone, you'd open it, and there'd be a cream filling, like strawberry. You'd dip the stick in there. Yum. Oh, it was like a Japanese something. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you ever try the Japanese things where it was like a cookie, but then there was cream inside? It was like thin. Maybe. And they were like Junior animals. Men? No, not Junior Mint. Yum. I used to love Junior Mints in movies. Oh my God. Do you remember those Asian <clears throat> snacks that were in grocery stores and it'd be like a jelly shot with inside there was like a gum, gummy. It was like jello and then like gummy. No. Was like, but was my like, mouth is watering because like, I'm starving. I'm hungry. What are you going to eat? Steak. You love steak. I think I'm doing carnivore this week. Oh, come on, man. What? I'm trying to change things That'll up. That'll be great. Try. I'm so excited for you. See that negative ass attitude she had to start I with? I changed it, though. She did change I it, I caught though. it in. I changed it. I didn't keep going. I switched it up for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, I love you. I love you, too. You know, our last guest, he gave me some nice compliments about our podcast. He said, not many people, Jordan James Smith, our last guest. Do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah. That's he, just my face. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> We can work on that facelift. Um, oh, sh- I, that lip thing you do is so weird. It looks like a cartoon. I used to do it at the dinner table and my parents would go, "You, oh my God, you look like Joan Cusack. Joan? Oh, Joan, the sister. The sister. Mm. She's also just her own individual person. Dang, Johnny. that's true. You can't just say the sister. Dang, I made her a secondary. You made her a secondary because uh, you're sexist. Because John is, John is my number one. I don't know Joan as well. I don't Joan know Joan and John. They really didn't brother get that creative with the names, huh? It's a lot of brother and sister. Billy Maggie. and Billy and Bailey. Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal, brother and sister. sister. Yeah, she was in the Dark Knight. That's she says, Maggie she's, Gyllenhaal. Yes, she says I Harvey Dent. You can't always leave faith up to chance. I forget that. I like Jake Gyllenhaal a lot. Jake Gyllenhaal's dope. He's great. He just gets better and better with age. Yeah, mm, he's good he's looking. hot as hell. He is hot. I would. He's definitely on the list. I'd let him be on your list. Yes. Yeah, Jake, you hear that? Come on by. I'll be watching. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Thank you for all the reviews. Yes, thank you for those. They are so helpful. The five-star reviews, we'll be looking out for them. We love you. 
and you're going to have the best week. And it starts right now. Boom.